0: Well, greetings. I hope you're doing well today. Um, I'm trying out a different app, see how this thing records, so we'll see how this goes. Uh, I wanted to discuss something with you just briefly this morning. This is out of Daniel chapter 3, and I'm going to get really real about what's going on today in our culture. and Things everybody's having to deal with. No one's really excluded from what we're having to deal with. This is Daniel chapter 3. Daniel chapter 3, you'll remember the story, I'm sure, right, the golden image, the fiery furnace, right, and the three young boys, or men, who told the king no, <laughs> right, I'm not going to read all of it, um, I encourage you to revisit it, because this story really tells us how we need to respond to our culture. It also explains why many things go on because Christians are not willing to have the kind of commitment that's required in the day in which we live. And this is chapter, sorry, it's chapter three. I already said that, didn't I? This is um, verse eight. Therefore, at the time certain Chaldeans came forward and maliciously accused the Jews They declared to the king, to King Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. You, O king, have made a decree that every man who hears the sound of the horn, pipe, lyre, trident, harp, bagpipe, and every kind of music shall fall down and worship the golden image. But of course, he built a golden image, right? And whoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast into the burning, fiery furnace. Now there were certain Jews who among you who you have appointed over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, pay no attention to you. They do not serve your gods or worship the golden image you have set up. And of course the king was furious. He was not very happy. And so he questions them. And skipping down a few verses, it says, But if you do not worship You shall immediately be cast into the burning, fiery furnace. And who is the God who will deliver you out of my hands? This is what the king asked the three Jewish young men. Who is the God who will deliver you out of my hands? And he has no idea how they're going to answer what's going to happen. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. They're telling the king who's about to kill them. This is what they're saying to him. If this be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. But if not, be it known to you, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up." Now this is a very famous story. We all know it by heart, at least we think we do, right? They're being required to do something that is against their religion, what they know to be right, and so they're refusing At the point of death. Being threatened with the fiery furnace. with Being threatened with death. They tell the king. "Uh, We don't really have to answer you in this matter. Our God is able to deliver us. But even if he doesn't. We will not serve your gods. Or worship the golden image. And we know how the story ends. But listen friend. I really, I'm really taken back, as many of us are, of what's happening today in our culture. And it causes me to pause and to think about how to move forward. You know, we all are having to do things differently now. We don't have a choice. You have to do things differently. And there's many people that are suffering. And it causes me to pause and to think. How can we do things different and honor God? See, we have to make sure, we have to make sure we're still honoring God because no matter what is going on in the culture, no matter what's happening, and there is definitely a lot happening and causing us to rethink and change the way we do things. And think about this. No matter what you're going through, think about this. Why? Why? And I'm not saying I have all the answers, but why does God allow stuff like what we're experiencing, not just the United States, what the world is experiencing? Why does God allow those things or cause those things? Why do those things happen? And not only that, and I'm not saying there's a, a specific answer to that, or that I have it anyway. And How are we going to be different on the other side of it? As we come out of a crisis, how are we changed? See in Daniel, you'll find there's a series of crises that both Daniel and his friends go through. How did they come out on the other side? And see, when they honored God, they came out with flying colors, right? They had success. Now, that doesn't always happen. That doesn't always happen in the Christian life. But I really wanna focus in on how they responded at the point of death, how they responded. See, that's an example for us as Christians. When things are going out, they're just out of control, and we don't know what to do, you need to step back and think about the examples God has given, the principles God has given us in his word of how we're to respond in certain situations. Because there's many of us who are suffering. We're not sure what to do. And we're being restrained on certain things that we can't do, right? Certain things we cannot do. So to do things differently, and we've got to think. How are we going to come out on the other side? How is the nation going to come out on the other side? So we as Christians have got to decide, do we have the fortitude of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Of Daniel? Do we have that kind of fortitude? And I'll submit to you, we don't. Not because we're bad people, just because we're human. But I'll tell you, the day and time in which we live, you need to have some fortitude. You've got to make some concrete decisions about what you're going to do going forward because we're not having a choice. We have to change. God's not giving us a choice. Now, whether you want to talk about, you know, things like this happen because it's God's judgment and, and those kinds of things, I think, you know, let's be real. That's kind of obvious. But how are we going to change? How are we as Christians going to change? And if you think that we're not supposed to change, you need to take the blinders off yes we're already not having a choice we already have to change some things about how we're operating the things that we're doing we don't have a choice we're already having to do that so what you want to do is spend time with God spend time in prayer What does God want to change in you does he need you to have a little more fortitude about applying the principles of His Word. Things He's already given. See, the story in Daniel 3 was given a long time ago. It was written a long time ago, and we have it. And many of us know it by heart. Yeah, we know what it says. That's the problem. We think we already have all the answers, but see, we're not applying the principles. What did they have to do? What was required? See, God showed up in miracles, signs, and wonders as you get to the end of the story, and that's what we focus on, and that's awesome. But you have to remember before god showed up in the fiery furnace what they had to do they had to have the fortitude to tell the king take a hike i'm not going to serve your gods i'm not going to bow down to your golden image and let's be honest most christians are not willing to do that because we don't understand we don't understand god holds everything in his hands not a king not a government, not the economy, not what happens at your workplace. God Almighty holds everything in His hands. And yes, sometimes, sometimes in this life, we're going to have setbacks, and we may have to suffer. But how are we going to respond when things that are totally out of our control, things we can't do anything about, how are we going to respond, and how are we going to change? And, A scarier question might be this, are we gonna change? See if things like these keep happening to our nation, you gotta ask, is there something wrong? Is there something we need to change? And I'm not gonna go into all that, but it's a a very good question to ask. And I would submit to you, uh, yes, yes, we need to change. But having a feeling that you need to change, but not knowing what to change, doesn't help a whole lot. You need to know specifically, what do we need to do different? And I'll tell you, if we don't have that kind of fortitude, then we have to ask ourselves the question. And I'm not saying that's an easy thing, to have that kind of fortitude when someone's threatening your livelihood or your life or something like that. I'm not saying that's an easy thing. I'm just simply saying, that's the example in the Bible. Most of the apostles gave their life for their beliefs. See, that's foreign to us. We don't even have a, a, we can't even imagine that kind of fortitude. But that's what was required by the apostles and many people throughout history. And our problem is, you know, we're worried about, you know, if we're going to like what we're eating for breakfast. You know, and I'm not trying to be trite, but let's, let's be honest. A lot of us are trite. We just are because we live a comfortable life normally live a very comfortable life and you know that is what it is but there can be a point where that comfortable life in the facebook or twitter world that we live in begins to erode our christianity and christ in us and we don't realize it we have idols and we don't even realize we have them because they're just so normal part of our life so I'd submit to you. As we come out of the crisis we're facing today, you need to ask yourself the question, is there something I need to change? And how do you figure that? What if you don't know? How do you figure it out? Get on your knees and pray about it. Now, I encourage you, pray for the nation. Pray for those who are sick. Pray for this uh, virus to end. Absolutely! But don't miss the big picture. We need to change. And what does that mean for you? Clearly, as a nation, we need to change. But what does that mean for you individually? Is there something God wants you to change? You're already being forced to change certain things. We're all having to do that. But what is going to be the outcome of that? How is it going to shift and change? Not just the nation. How you individually do things. Is it going to change anything? And I would submit to you, if it doesn't, then you miss the point. Get down on your knees and ask God, what do I need to change? See, if we go through times like these and we don't ask these important questions, don't even consider if we're so worried about tomorrow or what today brings and we never ask the question, guess what? We don't change. And we don't deal with some things in our heart that God needs us to deal with. So as we go through this time, collectively, as city, states, and nations, as we do this, we need to ask those questions. What do I, what do you need to change? Because I promise you, God doesn't waste anything. And we don't ever want things like this to happen. We don't ever want suffering and sickness. We don't ever want those kind of things. We never want that. But if it's here, we need to pray, absolutely, but we need to ask the question, what do we need to change? Are we really focused on God? Or are we just really upset that we can't use all these idols that are a normal part of it like we used to? or we can't do the things that we want to do, we can't be around people, what have you. Sometimes God takes things away to get us to focus on Him, to look toward Him, because we've gotten our focus off those things. Go back to Daniel 3. Look at what those three boys did and the fortitude that they had, and I will tell you that is one of the answers. And one of the things that needs to change about Christians today, and I'm including myself in that. I'm not excluding myself. One of the things that needs to change in our fortitude and our commitment to God Almighty, either you're a Christian or you're not. It's one of the reasons I think it's so important to take time and study the history of the church and see all the things that people have gone through and the fortitude they had to have It's the same fortitude you see in the Bible. It's the same kind of thing. But we just glaze over it. Listen, friend, don't come out of this thing the way you came into it. God does not want that for anybody. He wants you to be different. He wants things to change. He wants you to have fortitude in your faith. He wants you to have unshakable faith. Because the day and times in which we live, that is what we need and listen, then you can read the end of the story and see how God responds to that kind of fortitude and that kind of faith. He shows up with miracles, signs and wonders, friend. So search your heart today. Search your heart, God, what do I need to change? What do I need to change? And how do I have that kind of commitment, that kind of faith? In the name of Jesus. I pray you have a great and blessed day. I pray you stay safe. I pray health and wholeness over our city, our state, and our nation, Jesus Christ. And help us, help us to change and be like you, holy God. Amen.